Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're going through the scripture of the Gospel of John right now, and if you just joined us, uh, go back and you can start at the beginning to catch up pretty quickly. Uh, We've also done, this is what, episode 404, so we've done more than 400 episodes looking at various portions of the Word of God, and you can go to uh, my website and find all these things, find the link to the Podbean area, or you can download them on iTunes, anywhere that you can get podcasts, you can get these things. And so uh, go check them out. Also, pass the word to other folks. I, I appreciate it if you do that. And I've just established what they call a, a, a Patreon website, which is the place that you can go to. And uh, if you want to help with the, the, the needs that we have in doing such a production, that kind of stuff, uh, there's places there that you can help. You can find that on my website, too. So we've just come to the end of uh, John 3, uh, where Jesus was speaking to Nicodemus. And the bottom line with this was he was saying, you must be born again. You must be born again. And, uh, and Jesus continued on and showed him the, the truth that you have to put into practice what you say has happened. He who practices truth comes to the light was an example that he gave. So now we're at verse 22 of John 3, and it says this. After these things, well, there again, what things? Well, this encounter he just had. After these things, Jesus and his disciples came into the land of Judea, and there he was spending time with them, and baptizing. And so you see that Jesus and those that were following him, his disciples, now a lot of times people want to point and say, oh, that's the 12. Well, the 12 were disciples, though that's not all the disciples. Uh, A disciple simply means someone who is learning, a learner. And that's the reason that later on you're going to see that a lot of Jesus' disciples walked away from him. There's a difference between being a disciple and a true believer. Okay, Judas is probably a great example. He was counted among the disciples, and yet he wasn't a true believer because he walked away and denied the Lord. So these disciples, they go to the land of the Judea, and they were spending time there and was baptizing. And it looks like Jesus was the one that was doing the baptism. Well, at the beginning of the fourth chapter, we're going to find out that Jesus didn't do the baptizing, but that his disciples were baptizing. And so this is a great example of why it's important to make sure that we have the complete counsel of the Word of God about something before we go mouthing off about it, right? <laughs> I was just talking with a friend just a moment ago about these type of things where people will sit there in Sunday school classes and Bible studies and say, well, this is what this means, and it's not at all what it means. The Word of God shows that it's something totally different, <laughs> you know, if you get the full counsel of the Word of God. So anyway, this is where they are. Jesus and his disciples are in the land of Judea. And they're spending time, Jesus is spending time with the disciples and he's baptizing. Well, verse 23 says, John, so this is John the Baptist. John also was baptizing in Anon near Salim because there was much water there and people were coming and were being baptized. A little hint right here. That there was much water there uh, gives us a, a strong indication that this baptizing was a baptism, a baptizing by immersion, okay, going underneath the water. And that's how that John baptized, and that was the form of baptism that was being used, what the first the early church used. Now I know there's big debate over that. 
And I think the scripture teaches uh, total immersion is baptism. But there's people that have been baptized by sprinkling or pouring the water. You know what? That's fine because the thing with baptizing is that you're declaring your faith and your, your belief in the Lord Jesus Christ, that you have repented and that you have confessed. If your faith and belief is based upon anything other than that, then you have a false faith and a false belief, and you can get dunked, you can get sprinkled, you can get poured over all you want to, and it's not going to do anything because you haven't truly been saved. So here John is there. There's a lot of water around. People are coming to him. So you see that John's baptizing, and Jesus and his disciples are baptizing. Then verse 24 gives us a timing element. Let me start with 23 again. John also was baptizing in A9 near Selene because there was much water there, and people were coming and were being baptized. For John had not yet been thrown into prison. So that gives us a little timing thing here, okay, that John the writer is explaining. In, in a few minutes, he's going to be talking about how that John the Baptist had been arrested, but that hadn't happened yet. So verse 25 of John 3, Therefore, there arose a discussion on the part of John's disciples with a Jew about purification. So here comes a Jew, and he's talking with these disciples, and they get into a discussion about the rites of purification. We don't know exactly what the details were or anything. They're just talking about things. Verse 26, And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, so John was called Rabbi, he's called teacher, he who was with you beyond the Jordan, to whom you have testified, behold, he is baptizing and all are coming to him. So this is really interesting because the disciples of John come to him and they're saying, hey, the one that you pointed out on the other side of the Jordan over there, the one that you've testified about, and you remember what the testimony was? Twice he saw Jesus and he said, behold, the Lamb of God. Okay. And they're saying, hey, the one that you've declared to be the Lamb of God, the one that you've declared to be the Messiah, the one that you said is all this, well, he's baptizing and everybody's going to him. <laughs> you know, this is such a, a picture of how we are as humans because we, we take offense for one another. John was not upset about this at all, as we will see in subsequent verses here. But his disciples were concerned because people were going to Jesus and they were not coming to John. Don't we do that today? You know, I have a good friend uh, that teaches about this and preaches about what he went through in his life. And uh, he, he talks about how he prayed and prayed for years and years for revival. And then the Lord just sort of impressed upon him one day, would you be okay if revival broke out not where you are, but down the road at that other church? Down the road at that other church. And he went, well, yes, Lord, I just want revival to come. And you know what? That's what happened. He'd spent 25 years being faithful where he was. And the type of thing that he would hope would happen didn't happen in the way that he hoped it happened in that place for 25 years. But it did happen with a friend and his church down the road. You know, we need to have that attitude, that understanding. Lord, whatever you want, however you want it. Well, that's what John was about to explain to them. Look what he says in verse 27. We'll deal with this verse right here, then we'll pick it up later. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing unless it has been given him from heaven. Verse 28, You yourselves are my witnesses that I said I am not the Christ, but I've been sent ahead 
of him. So John wasn't having anything to do with this. He wasn't going to let his uh, followers, his disciples, his learners get distracted by this. Matter of fact, when he said, uh, Behold the Lamb of God, two of his disciples left. Remember, went and started following Jesus. One was Andrew. We don't know who the other one it was. Very well could have been John who's writing this account right here, but we simply don't know. But John would say, No, no. A man, you don't receive anything unless it's been given from heaven. And you know, he said, I've already told you, you're my witnesses that I said I'm not the Christ, but I've been sent ahead. So he's saying this, I have received what has been given from heaven. He, Jesus, is something entirely different. We'll pick this up the next time in John 3. Again, I'm Dale, and I thank you so much for being with me. Pass the word, and I'll see you again next time.